Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of our new podcast. My name is Larry and I'm here with my co-host Elise. Hello. I'm super sorry that you guys are listening to an untitled podcast. Untitled, yeah. Hopefully by the time this releases next week, we we came up with something that uh, makes sense. Literally anything. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Text us if you have any podcast name ideas. Yeah, drop a comment below, subscribe, DM. I guess one reason why um, we wanted to start this podcast is because I just turned 25 this past year. And in years past, I always thought like 25 was the year that makes you like old. old. (laughs) And I fucking, I always just thought like old people in skateboarding really sucked. (laughs) Like they, they missed they don't understand what like the younger people like or like what the younger people want to get out of skating and not so much like, Oh, we don't like your Instagram, like trap edits or whatever. It's like, (laughs) they don't understand what like inspires the younger people or like what like actually drives them to make those edits or whatever, you know, like to stop me from becoming a bitter old man. We'll talk to younger people on this podcast. I'm like, uh, I'll try to stay connected to the youth in some way. And I'm here because I'm not that old yet. <laughs> no diss. How old are you? I'm 23. So two more years and you're old. Oh, Sorry. God. I hate to break no, it to you. I turned you. 24 this year. Uh, That's fucked. It's old. like every year I get older. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> All right. I got. We need to find out who fucking decided that every year. You got to add one number on and your body starts to hurt a little bit more. Yeah. Who made that call? And I have to like, I don't know, get like an adult job someday or something. Uh, Like, I don't know. There's a lot of young, talented people in our circles in skateboarding, in New York, in Seattle, where Elise is originally from, that don't get any shine because they don't have experience. People don't know who they are yet. And it they're not taken seriously. Yeah, or they don't have the resources or connections, maybe. And these aren't just skateboarders. These are artists, musicians, comedians. I don't know. Yeah, creatives I d- from all over. I don't want to put uh, a restraint on who we're talking to because yeah. if they're they're young and they're interesting and they're friendly, I'd like to get to know them and I'd like to show you guys who these people are and hear about their art their processes what they do outside of skateboarding a lot of people don't talk about um what people do when what it's raining outside it's snowing outside like what do you guys do besides play skate three come on we want to (laughs) know (laughs) so i remember what i wanted to ask you the other day i saw you tweet something pretty controversial oh god and uh (laughs) Just wanted to bring it up so we, we could let the viewers know. Um, <laughs> tweeted, I am gay. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> I literally lost followers for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so. <laughs> I was being dead ass, though. <laughs> that was the thing is that I was being dead ass. And so, like. It low-key got, like, hella likes, and I lost followers, and I, like, looked back, and I was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, fuck (laughs) y'all. 
fuck y'all. Like, I don't want y'all's followers anyway. <laughs> but I was also like, I don't know if people are going to be like, oh, she's being for real or if she's like joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's so controversial. No, I know. How dare she say something so groundbreaking? <laughs> like, I love Twitter because it's just like, dude, I between some dumb ass shit. I hope none of you find it like. If you don't know it, like, good. Like, let's keep it that way because, like, all I do is, like, complain or say dumbass shit. Like, shit post. Yeah, or just talk about fucking, I don't even know, spaghetti or being gay or something like that. <laughs> Whatever. Doing gay shit. Like, like making spaghetti, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like, who knows? You know that old gay trope of making spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's when I knew. That's <laughs> when I was making spaghetti. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but what else is Twitter for? Yeah, right? Like, like what? It's supposed to be for cl- complaining about things that people in real life might not want to hear about. Yeah. So when I'm on Twitter complaining about, what? I, I don't yeah, know, whatever, anything. it's because I can't go complain to someone else about it in yeah. person. So Come on, I'm, I got to scream into some kind of void. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and and I don't that's hear, my Twitter. <laughs> I don't want to hear, oh, keep a diary, keep yeah, a Yeah, right? Oh, fuck off. Twitter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why would I do that if I have Twitter? Duh, yeah. <laughs> and also, I have both for anybody who was wondering. Like, <laughs> And now we have a fucking podcast. Yeah, so to do that also. Get so. ready for a lot of complaining. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the bitch cast. Yeah, the bitch <laughs> For real, yeah. <laughs> What? Now I got three outlets. Come on now. (laughs) For our first interview, we spoke to Quinn Batley, a 21-year-old from Baltimore, Maryland. He's a photographer. He's a skater. He skates for Noah. Carpet. Carpet. Fuck, I don't know. For himself. I've been friends with Quinn for a little bit now, and he's amazing. I love him to death. Quinn, if you're listening to this... I love you. Quinn, I hope you listen to this because you're on it. (laughs) But also, if you don't, respect. Yeah. (laughs) Can can I curse on the show? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is family friendly. Yeah. (laughs) Of course. What the fuck do you think? This is family friendly, dumbass. No, Jankum has a strict uh, policy against cursing. Um, no we, bad language. We don't language. do it, yeah. No <laughs> bad language. Fuck. No um, drawings of genitals. None of that stuff. <laughs> For sure, stuff. definitely not. Yeah, I've never seen it on the site before. Absolutely so. <laughs> I'd like to welcome our first guest now, uh, Quinn. Say what's up. What's happening? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how to give you a proper intro. Quinn is a, how old are you? I'm 21. Quinn is a 21-year-old from Maryland, right? Yeah, I grew up on the outskirts of uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Nice. And uh, you're living in New York right now? Yeah, I've been here for the past three years. Three years? Three years, yeah. Nice. So that's pretty cool. I mean, it works out. Like, Elise is also somewhat new to New York yes. right now. Yes, very very new, actually. Totally. Um, <laughs> what is it? How long has it been? What day is it? It's been a month and seven days, a month and a week. Brand new. Yeah, brand spanking <laughs> new. <laughs> so, Quinn, what brought you to New York? Um, mostly more than anything was skating. Uh, I always knew that I wanted to move here, but I didn't think I was going to be able to. And so I looked at schools in Colorado because I have some brothers there and then Richmond because I knew a bunch of the people who skated there, like Caleb McNeely and those kind of like bus crew dudes. And then 
I visited the new school here, but I didn't think I was going to be able to afford it. And then I just got like scholarships and everything. Mm. And so that's like what led me to New York. Like I definitely knew I wanted to move here though, for sure. And you guys also know each other from before this too, right? You were both in the Noah video. You both yeah. stayed together all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I met Quinn. I met Quinn Semi in like recently. August. Yeah, super in August, recently. I think. Yeah. And then, yeah, not to speak for Elise, but she was just living out of our homie Alex's couch, and yeah. so we. I was just filming a lot during that time. Yeah. And then, because Elise was always with Alex, like we just became friends like off rip. So yeah. we just started hanging out like a lot, like super fast. Yeah, I was visiting. I was only gonna be here for like two weeks and I ended up staying for a month and a half and then I was like okay I just gradually went from like hey I'm visiting New York to oh my gosh I love it here I don't want to go home to oh hey by the way I'm moving to New York next month like yeah so fast yeah I feel like that's a lot of people in New York like they'll come here for a minute and then it's like Oh, shit, wait, yeah. I got to move there. Yeah, it yeah, just, totally, like, worked totally. out. I don't know. Like, I'm not really one for an impulse decisions. It just, like, played out perfectly, mm-hmm. kind of, honestly. So. Nice. So, Quinn, I got to ask first, because I saw on Instagram the other day you posted uh, a like for a TBH. for sure but wait i saw that and then people were giving you their tbh and i was like hold on you guys like back in my day this is not (laughs) back in my day on the myspace you know this is not how it went where you like it and then give quinn your tbh of him (laughs) i was like wait a sec like you're supposed to give them (laughs) yeah I was pretty much just, like, with all my friends at Tompkins, and then I posted it as a joke, and then my phone died, like, immediately oh, after. So, yeah. So just you didn't a, even get to hand out any TBHs? No, I didn't, get a really, I didn't really get to hand out any TBHs. My one friend, Tenzin, stole my phone and responded to a bunch of stories and was just like, it's Tenzin, it's Tenzin. <laughs> and this was kind of doing that whole thing, but, yeah. And then it died. And then it died. I laughed at that just because, like, I haven't seen... The, the acronym TBH. Yeah. Yeah. Like We're trying to bring it back. Yeah. Bring back the I'm gonna start. I'm going to start commenting on all your posts, PC for PC. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There was, I remember, like, vaguely, there was this one person who I definitely had a crush on who posted, like, a, a TBH and, and a rate. Oh, God, no, the not the rate. kind of crazy. Dude, yeah. I got, like, a, a TBH, you're kind of funny, and, <laughs> oh and like, a rating of, like, a, a five. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I've ever lived past it. I'll, yeah, I'll be God. bogged down by that five for the rest of my life, probably. Yeah, it's a hard one to live Literally, up like, oh, my gosh, I don't even remember. I, like, remember seeing those, but I don't have any distinct memories of, like, receiving or giving them, but that seems like the perfect chance to, like, shoot your shot. Oh, my God, is yeah, you're just You post doubt. it just waiting for the right person to like it, so you're like, thank God, finally, yes, I rate <laughs> you a 10, like, text me sometime. <laughs> TBH, we should chill this summer. Rate <laughs> four. They're like, um, who is this? <laughs> Whose number is this? I got a new phone. Okay, earlier, so you told me you worked at Woodward for how long? I went to Woodward for nine <laughs> years straight, and then I worked at Woodward for three summers. But I did, like, the whole, like, dish dog program so it's like before you can be like an actual counselor or anything you have to like go and clean all the dishes like while everybody oh, else gets whoa. to skate and stuff god that's yeah i went so there cool. a bunch like it was like because when i was younger like i think i think the first time i went there i was like 11 but 
it was like during like the whole Woodward TV show. And so I was like, there no was way. Show. Like this is like fuel TV, like when it was actually <laughs> on TV, like with commercial breaks and everything. And it was like kind of book. Like I remember like all the kids on there would like get caught like smoking cigarettes in the bathroom. And like <laughs> it wasn't like I don't know. It wasn't like censored like how the TV show is now. Like these were like actual like because the, all the kids who got on the show or not all of them, but some of the kids who got on the show were like just normal like skate kids that were given this opportunity to like you can go to Woodward for free and do all this stuff. But I was like, this is so sick. So my parents never paid for me to go. I would just always raise up like a bunch of money during like the summer and everything. So like raking leaves and doing all that stuff. So I paid my way to go every year, but it was just like something where I was like, this is like the sickest. And there's like the five block contest and you like, I don't know. But when I was younger, I was like super into it, but it's crazy looking back on it now because I was just talking to my homie about it the other day. Like, like Nick Stain was there when I was there, you know what I mean? So like all these people who like you see in skateboarding now, I was like 12 years old, like (laughs) watching like some of my favorite skaters now, like bomb a hill at night by themselves or like do stuff like that where Mm -hmm. you're just like, wow. It was honestly a really cool experience because all of these older dudes there were like just really good mentors, like Sean Powderly, Brian Powderly, like those are like Maryland dudes. I know them from Seattle. Exactly. Yeah. Like they, Sean was my counselor. Like, and I remember like he hated all the kids in his cabin. So like every (laughs) night he would just show me like the sickest skate videos and stuff. But yeah, it was definitely a sick experience. And then the older you get. Once I could, like, leave camp and stuff when I would work there, it was, like, super cool because they just have, like, a bunch of nice, like, floating, like, you can, like, go and, like, into the town, like, Milheim and, like, go float and stuff and, I don't know. It's super fun, though. Who's, like, the craziest person you've seen there? Or, like, someone, do you ever see someone there and you're, like, holy crap, like, this is that person? It was funny because growing up in Maryland, like, just skateboarding in general was, like, I grew up with all people who were older than me Mm -hmm. skateboarding. So my brother was the one who got me into skating. And so I was friends with all of his friends. So they, when I would go to Woodward, I would go with them. And so they had like a really good mindset of like who these core skaters were, who Mm -hmm. they weren't. And so when we would go there, if like we didn't like the pros, we would kind of just like pull pranks on them (laughs) or stuff or like yell at the demo, like you suck or like, I don't know, like kind of just like be really mean to them because these are all like these like (laughs) West Coast kids that we weren't into, like being like East Coast, like Baltimore, like all this stuff, you know, and so (laughs) we would just like kind of mess with the pros that we didn't like. But anytime you would see somebody like a Nick Stain or like a Sean Powderly, you were always just like, oh my God, like. These dudes are the sickest. Like, you sit and watch them skate. You don't, like, skate with them type of thing. Dang. That sounds so crazy. I, like, honestly don't know that much about Woodward, except there's, like, multiple, and they're very far from where I was. It's weird. It is a yeah. weird, weird, like, the whole cheerleading skateboard, like, side-by-side culture of every. Like, I don't know. I, like, Horrible can't even imagine. for, Horrible like, 13-year-olds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I went, I think it was, like, four years in a row. Really? When oh, wow. I was in middle school. What week did you go? I used to go like seven or eight. I went week be- six every year. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, middle middle of summer was the best. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Once you got those like end of July or like middle of July type of weeks, yeah. like that was proper. So solid. But it's funny that you talk about like pros being there. Like Chaz Ortiz was there one year. Oh, I remember. Yeah, Joey Brzezinski. That's <laughs> yeah, who yeah. they. Yeah, yeah, I remember. We I remember. talked so much shit to Chaz Ortiz. Yeah. <laughs> he did not deserve uh, oh any of it, but yeah. he wound up like cursing out one of my friends. And Same we thing like, with Manny Santiago. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Same God. Thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this crazy. sounds like a battleground from but my point of view. It was competitive. Like, it was this sounds like a place where like I would go and 
I would go crying to my mom because of totally. being like the kids were being. It me. was really like that though because they also have like tap week and things like that. So it's what like is that? the whole. So like if you get tapped, you get a go. It's kind of like a scam. You get a go I back. Got tapped <laughs> in, yeah, that. yeah, I got tapped. I think I got tapped like every year I went, but I don't think I. I well, what I know I never went back for tap week because the way that it works is like let's say it's a thousand dollars to go for a week. Okay. So expensive to Woodward. Yeah, okay. to Woodward as a camper. Yes. If you get tapped, you can go back for week twelve, which is tap week. Week, and you get like three hundred dollars off. So instead of paying like a thousand bucks, you pay like seven hundred bucks. Oh goody! You still yeah, have yeah. to pay seven hundred dollars. But the thing is, is that kids are like really competitively into it. Oh and yeah. And so your camp counselor, he gets to pick like which kids are tapped. But like, let's say it's a cabin of fifteen kids. I think only yeah. like five kids get tapped or something like that. But honestly, the sickest thing that I ever did there was I was for when I worked there, worked there, I was the mini camper, uh, like instruction person. Aww. So I never had a cabin of my own. Never once when I stayed there. What's which mini was, instructor? So like five to 10 year old skaters. Oh, but shut it was up. So, so sick because it would always be like these one or two prodigy kids who are like, oh, yeah, 540, yeah. the mega ramp, like yeah. legitimately. <laughs> And the oh, whole God. week they're like, Quinn, 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 like, we're going to the mega ramp, we're going to the mega ramp. And I'm like, you can pick one day out of the week because none of these kids can skate it. But the coolest yeah. part about it is, is it's like, you get like all of these kids, right? And then mm-hmm. like, you get this like one girl who like learns how to kick flip, mm-hmm. or you get like this one kid like Johnny Rocket who's doing like the backside, like, you know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But they're all equally as stoked. Like, yeah. honestly, with kids that age, they're really not competitive. Like, if you just keep them entertained the whole time, like, they're going to have the best time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. if you just, like, show them, like, you don't have to do a 540. Yeah. You can just, like, roll in on this ramp, and you're yeah. going to have a blast. Like, it was sick. They, they made me, like, really stoked on skating, actually, working with those kids. That's awesome. They were a blast. I remember, like, going there and being, like, oh, not showering this yeah, week. Yeah, like, I was fully, just like, thinking. Not, yeah, yeah. Like, it really is like that. Like, kids will have competitions being, like, who will go the longest without showering. Because <laughs> so there are so many kids who go. Yeah. Who will go for like seven weeks? Like oh parents drop them God. off. It's actually like a problem. It's like a real thing. Like parents it's drop. Fucked up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like being like, see you at the end of summer, buddy. Like, oh my drop, God, Like yeah. some dad in like a Ferrari. Like, yeah. And the crazy thing is, is like these kids like legally can't leave the boundaries of camp. Like if yeah. you're younger than seventeen or eighteen, I think you can't leave. And so they're like just confined all to this do. small yeah. camp and like become friends with all the staff and like all this stuff it's like a dude that's like the training facility then yeah Yeah. Yeah. uh also i forgot to mention this podcast is sponsored by wood yeah i was just gonna say (laughs) i want to talk to you a little bit about your artwork and all that kind of stuff as well um the zine thing yeah so talk to me a little bit about like this sounds stupid. Like, what kind of art you make? What mediums do you prefer? What do you, mm. what do you like to do? What do you like to yeah. work with? Pretty much when I was like, uh, same time when I went to Woodward, when <laughs> I was like eleven years old or so, I got really into like the whole like Ed Templeton toy machine type of thing. Like looking at people like him or like Jerry Asusa, just skateboarders who were like artistic in that kind mm-hmm. of form. But I always just gravitated towards photography, and so I was just like really, really into the concept of like. Somebody like Ed Templeton, like, when I'm 11 years old, seeing his photos and getting, like, this inside scoop into, like, who these skaters are. You know what I mean? Like, past, like, a Baker 3 type of look out of where mm-hmm. it's, like, all right, we're, like, all these dudes party and stuff, but, like, what's, like, the next morning look like or what are, like, you know what I mean? When they're traveling, who are the people that they're meeting look like? Yeah. So I just got, like, super into that, like, overnight, like, really fast. And then that's, like, about around the time I bought my first camera was, like, when I was, like, 11 years old and was just always, like, 
from the jump was just like, I want to take pictures of my what friends camera? who are skateboarders. Uh, it was some Minolta 35 millimeter camera. I don't remember like the specific one, but I got it for like 30 bucks on eBay or something. And then pretty much from there, I just started taking photos and I knew that I wanted to go to college for photography. Like that was like my thing. So I would just make zines in high school and like had a bunch of friends who like were a little bit older who shot photos and stuff. So I would just like look at their work, but mostly all the work that I make is just like photos of my friends, like in skateboarding and around skateboarding. So just like kind of less, I don't really take skate photos, but just Mm -hmm. like the world surrounding that. Mm -hmm. So just documenting my life around me. That's like a common thing. Um, with skateboarders who, like, I think we're, like, around so many different people and we're around so many different things when we're outside and different cities and different cultures and all these different things. Yeah. Like, it's so easy to just look at your friends sitting there and be like, holy shit, yeah. they look so good. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, yeah. you just want to document that, like, exact moment of where you are and stuff. So do you only shoot film or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All film. I mean, I just, like, what I was saying before, like, looking at, like, Jerry Sue and, like, Ed Templeton's mm-hmm. work, I was just, like, super drawn to that kind of stuff. Or what qualifies some of your photos to be put in your zines and stuff? Like, is it the actual composition? Is it the... I guess it's more than anything. I think that there's, like, this big uh, concept around skateboarding where it's, like, okay, here's this, like, really exciting, like, like what I was saying, like, this, like, Baker 3 CKY type of mentality where it's, like, mm-hmm. we're gnarly and, like, fuck the world, which is definitely... My favorite shit. Like, that is all of my fit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to this day, I'll, well, I watched CKY last night. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, that is my favorite thing. But I think within skateboarding, that's something that's, like, very well known amongst skaters, that, but that's not talked about outside of skateboarding, is this level of, like, intimacy within friend groups. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I look at my friend group that I've had, like, when I was in Maryland, and I look at my friend group here, and there is such a high level of, like, intimacy within that and, like, a, a level of, like, caring for each other, you know what I mean? That kind of goes beyond, like, other things that I see, like, not to make assumptions, but, like, maybe some sports and things like that. Like, there's this bigger understanding where it's like, okay, we're all part of a community, and this doesn't really have to do with, like, who's the best or things like that. You know what I mean? This just has to do with, like, us enjoying each other and liking to make things. You know what I mean? Like, all of skateboarding is about a process of making something. So it's like, you make videos, or you make zines, or your friends make paintings, or you know what I'm saying? But everybody is kind of incorporated into that. So I definitely think that, like, the older I get and the, the more that I, like, look at my work in, like, a serious tone like that, it's always kind of about those, like, underlining moments of being, like, okay, this is where things are, like, a little bit more about this camaraderie of this group than it is about, like, these exciting, explosive yeah. moments. But I definitely do take pictures of those exciting and explosive moments, too. But it's kind of, like, the duality between yeah. the intimacy and the exciting thing. Because sometimes people really don't capture the other side of it and mm-hmm. stuff like that, yeah. which still involves skateboarding. Yeah, which... totally. Like, something that I've noticed because I've, like, been working on the zine recently is, like, most of the photos that I like are, like, photos that I take, like, in the morning or something. Like, after, yeah. like, a sleepover where it's, like, everybody is kind of just, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Comfortable and, like, vulnerable yeah, with each totally, other. Totally. Yeah, I think skaters are the most, like, fucking photogenic (laughs) or like not even photogenic because we never look good but like (laughs) we want to be in front of the camera like at all times Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah yeah I definitely think for me it's hard for me to talk about that but only because the photos that I take are like specifically of my friend group Um, you know what I mean so it's like I'm not going out and being like like for example like for the few like jobs that I've done for companies I've always been pretty specific to be like 
hey, like if you are going to hire me as a photographer, I only want to take photos of my friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I'll get my friends to model for stuff that mm -hmm. I do or things like that, if that makes sense. So it's yeah. like when I make work, I want it to pertain to what I can what is in front of me, like things that are actually my world instead of trying to document like other things. That makes sense yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm not like trying a, to go out here yeah. and be like, hey, look, like I'm going to go take pictures of Toy Machine. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like Toy Machine isn't my friend group. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm sure they're all like super sick dudes and it would be fun yeah. to photograph them. But it's like I'm way more excited to be like, this is shithead in this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like these are my homies. Like to have like an actual relationship yeah. with your work and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure makes Absolutely. it even easier also to create. Yeah, totally. One hundred percent. It just feels like my voice. You yeah, know? it's not like me trying to speak for somebody else. Yeah. So I mean, just going off that, like, have brands or uh, clients or people who you've worked with have they been like accepting of that or like. Totally. I think when I explain it to people, it makes sense. It just is like the way that I see it is it's like so much of like fashion and everything like that always is just trying to be like take these young kids and be like, we like you for what you do. And then but we're going to mold you into our own thing. So it's like if I'm going to shoot a kid for a clothing brand and he wears he's a size 30 waist, but he wears size 36 pants. It's like I'm going to be like, all right, you should wear a size 36 pants because that's what you yeah. want to wear. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it should be authentic to what you're trying to do, especially if you're a brand trying to represent like these young kids and like yeah. take that from them. So it's like if you're going to do it, you might as well do it the right way or else it's just going to look wrong. Like what makes skaters qualified to model all the time? And like <laughs> not in a bad way because I think skaters pull it off yeah. 90% of the time or but there has 75% been a of the time. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to say they're always good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's just uh, my personal opinion is just people like I think skateboarders live a very exciting lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. take, for example, if you're a skateboarder and you go on a trip to Philadelphia, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're not just going to go and be like, okay, where is, like, the museums and where's the tourist attractions? And that's where we're going to go to. You're going to be like, where is the spot that Josh Kayla skated? And where is that spot that Stevie Williams skated? You're going to go to these cutty neighborhoods and skate these cutty spots because that's what you, like, your end-all, be-all goal is to go and find all of these sick-ass things that you enjoy doing. You know what I mean? So to the, like, to normal people, it, this took me so long to realize, like, growing up as a skater. But to, like, normal people, they're like, what are you doing in that neighborhood? You know what I mean? So that's mm -hmm. how you get skaters, get themselves into, like, all of these, like, exciting and cool situations. And I also think, like, within skateboarding, it's been around for long enough now that there's, like, it's all been done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, like, the Corey Duffel. There's, like, the Stevie William. You know what I mean? There's these, like, um, what's the word, like? It's on either side of the spectrum. You know what I mean? You can go as far as you want and still be accepted or, like, praised within that realm of being, like, oh, you're so different. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's, like, you have this – on one side of you have these people who can be, like, super open-minded and free and, like, w like push their style and, like, outfits and stuff. And then on the other side of it, they're also getting into these, like, cool experiences and, like, meeting all of these crazy people. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that is kind of the draw of, like, skateboarding and, and fashion and models. It's, like yeah. – it, by no stretch, like, do skateboarders have this, like, eye for fashion? It's just, like, we wear what we want, and then other people see it as this eye for fashion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, even, like, a funny one that I always think about is, like, I th I feel like the majority of, like, dudes in the world who don't skate, like, don't care about pants. But, like, skaters are oh my so God. obsessed. <laughs> like, it's, an, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's actually ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yes. But it's, like... 
in other activities in life, there isn't that kind of obsession. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, take art, for example. You could be, like, a crazy painter, like, this beautiful painter. Yeah. But it's, like, you're not, like, worried about, like, what you're wearing. You know what I yeah. mean? But there's, like, this sense of creativity mixed with that sense of fashion, which is just, like, so interesting. Because, like, that creativity that's coming out of you is, like, is being seen by what you're wearing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Or your style or your whatever. Exactly, yeah. 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 Which is really funny. I didn't. It's definitely a, it's definitely <laughs> a funny pants. in between. The- yeah. <laughs> Dude, pants are like oh the fucking God. hot topic in skateboarding. It's like ridiculous. It's insane. You can't even find the. The worst part is like there's all this discussion <laughs> about pants and stuff, and like there's a there's an Instagram like what pants God. are these and like <laughs> dude no one gives a fuck like yeah. i could wear these pants every day for 2 weeks and a normal person wouldn't notice yeah, yeah. Sure. but my skate friends would be like yo why are you wearing those levi's 550s everywhere? yeah, yeah. Totally. Yo, it's actually fuck? truly insane how much of like a discourse it is yeah like everywhere all the time like people are making their own pants people are like it's all about getting them altered all this stuff it's really it's insane but also I get it like there's been times where it's like yo I've been skating and then it's like I gotta go home and change pants real quick because I feel like crap in these pants I can't skate I can't land shit I go change my pants come back is bolts that <laughs> trick after trick after trick like it's like the life changer so really though i get it it's like a comfortability thing too for sure no it is it's, it's crazy <laughs> and i think yeah i think skaters are some of the few people like that because if you look at like uh bmxers or or uh i don't know what golf scooters yeah or scooter like yeah that. Their fits, rollerblade. They don't go, you know. Like, <laughs> they don't. They don't. Scooters the definitely pay attention to pants, though. That's I have to be honest. Scooter, so? Oh, I would oh, say yeah. almost more than skaters. Damn. If you look at scooters, Dude, yeah. they are like so on the pants. Thing, Dude, for they're sure. wearing in Seattle at least. There's scooters wearing double knee loose fit dickies, whatever, fucking whatever shoes that we be wearing, and I'm just like, you look like you'd skate, except you don't. You have a scooter, which is whatever, you know, do your yeah. thing. I don't care. But, like, <laughs> very, they look, they're, they're dressing very, very similar. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about the zine that, is it an ongoing zine or do you do a different one for? Well, the one that I'm working on right now, I pretty much just got signed to this agency called the Camera Club. And so it's, like, ran by these two women, Jade and Havana. And they did, like, the whole, like, Let's Panic magazine, if you've ever heard about that. Mm-hmm. And so they started this agency. I actually don't know how, how long ago they started the agency or anything, but I just got signed with them not that long ago, maybe, like, a few months ago. I did this show for my friend Sasha. She uh, has this thing called Crush. And oh, so yes, she did, like, yes. a tiny little show. And they're, like, uh, Sasha knows Jaden Havana. And so they saw my work last year. And then we got in contact, and then after a while, we started meeting and stuff. But this is my first project for them, and so they're pretty much doing a series of zines, and it's the—I would think everybody in the agency is going to do a zine, but, like, it's broken up into small groups. So the one that we're doing right now, it's, like, me and, like, three other artists that are a part of the agency. And so pretty much we're doing the zine, but then all the proceeds go to people in hunger in New York City. And so it's kind of, like, all inspired by, like— what was going around, like, during, like, the time of the protests and just being, like, all right, 
as artists, we need to give back. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're always talking about, like, all these, like, big picture stuff. You know what I mean? And it's pretty important that, like, not giving back one time, but, like, making this an annual ongoing thing. So I'm pretty sure that's the trajectory that they're going with it. But I'm pretty much just working on a zine for them right now that has to do with that. Nice. Well, not has to do with that. It's just my photos. But then the end goal of that would be the proceeds of that going to people in hunger. So you, your photos are in it. Are you working on like layout and design as well? Like yeah, I'm doing the whole thing. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. It's all mine. They'll they'll just help me produce it. Nice. And so then they'll like the sales and everything of that will probably go through them. That's awesome. And when when is that supposed to come out? I actually have no idea. Oh. <laughs> but it's I'm supposed to be done with it. A little bit ago, right? Maybe yesterday. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah like I'm, I'm, I, I got I got to finish it soon. <laughs> yeah. So what what's like your I mean, this is like a hard question, I guess, but what's your process? Like, you shoot all the photos, you have all your photos mm-hmm. that you know you want to use. Well, it's been then. really screwed up since quarantine because I had like a whole process. Like, well, obviously super fortunate, but like with school and everything, you know what I mean? Like having like a, like I can process my own film there and I can scan my own oh. film there. And so ever since that, it's been kind of screwed up. But I guess like a lot of this photo, these photos that I'll be using in the zine is like kind of stuff that I like scanned at school and stuff. And I'll use like friends of mine scanners and everything like that. But mostly my process is just like since quarantine, I've been dropping off my film and like getting it scanned at a lab and then I'll go back and like pick my selects and then rescan it and everything. But Usually when I'm at school, just like using all, like I like to do everything myself. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. not trying to like have some lab scan my film or whatever. Like I want to be like hands-on with every step of the process. You used to do that yourself? Yeah, totally. That's really cool. Like in a dark room? No, or I would what? just do the, I would just process the film and then like scan it with just like a flatbed scanner. Uh-huh. That's really cool. And I saw you also made like a puzzle mm-hmm. of oh, someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what? <laughs> Why did you want to make, I, I mean, just, I know it's silly, but, like, why did you want to make a puzzle? Yeah, pretty, not, like, nothing crazy. Pretty much I just like the idea of printing on different kinds of, like, materials. You know what I mean? There isn't, like, uh, any, like, big, like, artist statement behind that or anything, but pretty much just, like, really into the concept of, like, having, like, different kinds of materials to print on and, like, different ways to look at work like that. I honestly really wanted to do a puzzle, and so, like, I... <laughs> bought this puzzle to like be like cool like is my photo and I get to make this like 500 piece puzzle like over quarantine and then I got it and it was like I pretty much just had to put like six pieces together and it was already pre-made for me (laughs) so like I didn't get to really do anything but I'm stoked on how it turned out it was cool we'll we'll say you did it yeah yeah yeah. we'll we'll edit that out (laughs) yeah Yeah, I wanted to bring up your friend group, too, just because uh, the two of you hang out with, like, (laughs) filmmakers, clothing designers, uh, like, musicians. Mm -hmm. I mean, your whole group of friends is, like... Yeah, they're they're good at skating, and that's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) The the videos are really good, but, like, the the artwork coming out of your friends group is, is like, good. It's, it's like, something you wouldn't see from... I think that's, like, why we became, like, I think that's how that group naturally formed. You know what I mean? Because if you really look at, like, the dichotomy of that group, the majority of those kids, like, the homies network kind of thing, are all, like, uh, grew up around each other. Like, all New York kids have all known each other. Like, some of their parents were friends before they were even born type of thing. And so they all had this whole thing. And then I moved to New York, you know what I mean, so much later. But I think it's pretty much, like, one of the, I mean, like, more than anything, obviously, like, an outlook on life, you know what I mean? And, like, pretty much, like, what I was saying about my photos, like, this communal way of living, this intimacy and these kind of things was, like, why we all became friends. But then I think, like, 
the icing on the cake was just all of us like being like creative like people that like to make stuff you know what I'm saying so like mm-hmm. once we started like all like sharing our ideas and concepts it just was such like a fast moving relationship where we were like oh okay we're like this makes so much sense like we all have the same perspective on what we're doing right now yeah I I definitely would say like the best part about it at all like overall is that it's like everybody is super down to help out when it comes like kind of like the same skating mentality so it's like if like Violet's gonna have an art show and she's gonna have all these people. Then like Eric's gonna DJ it yeah. and then like Kyoto's gonna like you, you know do a like, pop up or something. Yeah, yeah, gonna, yeah. And like the beautiful part about it is that it's like I feel like with my friends, nobody is trying to like one up each other. Yeah. Everybody's just trying to help out each other. So it's, it's like so communal. oh I'm trying yeah. to like learn how to use this camera, Diego, and Diego's like oh I got you. Like yeah. I would love to help you learn that. Like let's screen print T-shirts. Let's do it. Like you know what I mean. It's so, so everybody awesome. wants to like help each other out. It's definitely, it definitely doesn't feel like any like stepping on toes. Type yeah. Of thing. It's really just like so inspiring and like beautiful, mm-hmm. honestly, to like see or whatever. Is it weird to kind of like see a whole group of friends blowing up all kind of in their own realm at the same time? Well, I like blowing up pretty is much kind a, of a weird pretty much term, like a, one really interesting thing that I've been thinking a lot about that'll connect back to the point that you're making is like, if you look at, like, the age that a lot of those kids are at, they're, like, at the exact age when you would usually start, like, going out partying, going out and doing all these yeah. things. <laughs> but because of, like, not even because—I think if COVID never happened, this would this statement would still be true. But, like, with COVID, like, they can't go party. You know what I mean? There are no parties. They aren't yeah. even going to school. Like, they're not socializing. They're not talking to anybody. So, if anything, it's just funny because— as much as, like, eyes are on them or, like, they're getting this attention, they literally just hang out with each other. Like, they're (laughs) not kicking it with anybody, like, in a good way. Like, I'm saying that as a positive thing. It's like, they, I just kick it with those kids every single day. You know, like, I'm not meeting new people or, like, doing my, like, thing. It's like, all right, like, we filmed that video. Like, let's film another video. Like, (laughs) Kyoto made like polka dot pants or like I'm gonna go take photos of like the same thing that I've been taking photos you know what I mean it's like I feel like if anything it's just because like instead of it becoming this like I would say it's almost moving in the opposite direction it's like instead of it becoming this thing where like people have these eyes on us it's more like no we just become like are just becoming better friends like Mm -hmm. getting to know each other more getting to know like each other's personalities lives things like that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because I do I do honestly think that all of those Every person in that group, like, in my heart of heart, believes that they have, like, the right perspective when it comes to these things and know, like, what's important and what's not important when looking at, like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, they all are going to go on and do incredible things and already have, but I think at the end of the day, like, they know what's, like, the right from wrong. You know what I mean? And they know that, like, having true relationships and true friendships is way more important than, like, Mm -hmm. being some kid that has, like, a bunch of eyes on them. And that's pretty much just, like, what the inspiration for, like, all my photo work is. Is it's, like, all of those things that are outside of, like, the actual act of skateboarding. Just through your lens. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I've always just had, like, a passion for skating, like, and, like, making, like, video parts and doing things like that. But it just always has been equally as important to me, like, what happens, like, surrounding that skateboarding. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I do think... Like, those things are authentic and real and kind of, like, hard to find. Yeah. So it's, like, when you do have that little pocket of being, like, these people genuinely, like, care about each other and they're, like, you know? Yeah. I think that that is, like, worth documenting. Also, I just feel like with, like, a lot of your pictures, too, I'm, like, 
yes, I want to see all these male skateboarders like hugging each other and <laughs> having fun and what like joking, <laughs> what being all up in each other's faces. Yeah, like, yeah. yes, that's okay. I know yeah, that like totally. so many people try to act like, you know, oh yeah, that's fine. I have no problem with that. But then if like their friend does that to them, they're like, oh wait, yo wait, like yeah, that's real. sus. So you're being kind of what you know. For real. And I'm just like, dude, affection's affection. It's your friend. It's your friend. Absolutely. Like, you know, and that's like also what I really loved about like New York and stuff and like all of you know our friend group is like they're not afraid of what seeming what gay or like something like whoever wants to call it what yeah like it's just authentic yeah you know affection's affection if you love your fucking homies you love your homies totally you don't totally. have to say like no homo before you yeah hug your boy, yeah i'm like dude god please like no more hearing that please no yeah. <laughs> if you're like a cis straight person please god <laughs> absolutely yeah it's so out of i've pocket. had enough but it's it's also like, and I don't mean to justify people who are like super, uh, like unaffectionate or whatever, mm-hmm. but growing up skating, like I didn't see any of that. Like I didn't see, there was no like, yo, you could go fucking hug your boy. You could like go give yeah. your friend a kiss mm-hmm. on the cheek if you fucking, like there was none of that in skating. It took meeting other like artists, honestly, to, for me to like open up and, uh, no, like, oh, shit, wait, like... Like, who cares? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, not even that deep, yeah. <laughs> I think about, like, there's, like, a huge, like, uh, queer community of skateboarding in Baltimore, and it's, like, they, like, even just, like, small things, like, not even small things, like, writing, like, trans lives matters on the quarter pipe mm-hmm. and, like, people crossing it oh, out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's that going on three hours away from New York, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that is fucking terrible. And, and that is, shit is happening... Yeah all around you know what i mean that's baltimore that's still like a liberal like city you know what i'm saying like that's happening in baltimore city it's like i can't even imagine what's happening like in these like you know i don't know yeah Yeah. dude no i mean but also it's very like in specific circles too i was at the skate park the other day and i heard someone say something it was something stupid but i was just like what man like yeah, what yeah, are you yeah. even it's definitely, i'm sitting there like dog here. what like, with, <laughs> like having like a male dominated thing like this is it's like this shit that shit is just alive and well like it's, yeah. it's fucking terrible yeah but, i hear it all the time but yeah. you know yeah you know, or can skateboarding take anything from the art scene and like use that to kind mm. of and not just for equality and not just for representation but just in general is there anything skateboarding could learn from from your experience in the art world? I mean, just for me, when it comes to skateboarding, like, I don't really care about how good you are. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's, like, the same thing yeah. as being, like, an like an artist. It just it matters, like, if you're bringing something new to the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if you're having fun doing it and you're doing it authentically. Absolutely. So, like, those two things, <clears throat> for me, are just super clear. Just where it's, like, if I'm looking at art or if I'm looking at skating, like, I just want to see something where it's, like, this is, like, real and authentic and you're having fun, yeah. you know? Or, like, you ever have people say, like, oh, I'd love to skate with you, but I'm not good enough or I'm not yeah, this yeah, enough. Yeah. And you're like, what? Dude, I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't even you. care if it's your first day. Like, yeah, if you're totally. having fun, that's totally. all I care and about. That's, like, what I was saying with, like, skating yeah. with those, like, mini campers. You know oh, what I mean? It's yeah. like, these are kids who are having fun on a skateboard. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. if I see you smile and you're, like, having that much fun... That is going to make me want to, like, yeah, go skate and, absolutely. like, try the hardest trick I've ever tried yeah. because you just tried the hardest yeah. trick you've ever tried. You know, and I'm not taking away from anything of being, like, I mean, like, taking a lot of the skateboarding yeah. that I do, it's, like, me going to the same spot, like, six times to try to land mm-hmm. a trick. You know, so I'm not going to sit here and try to say something that's, like, not true. Like, it can't I think be it's cool to try hard. Like, I don't yeah. think that there's yeah. anything wrong with putting 
100% of yourself into something, like, I think that's cool. But I just think at the end of the day, having the right mindset of being, like, I'm doing this thing because I like it, not yeah. because of some social status or not because I want some people to look at me on Instagram or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, I want to do this for me or, like, for me and my friends. Like, that is the gonna, always going to be the coolest thing. Do you care what people think about your skating? Or I mean, I would lie if I, yeah. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I sat here and I, like, I don't care. Like, for sure, you know? Everyone, like I, got, I got Instagram. To some I can, extent, yeah. I can see, I can read the comments. But it's also, like, <laughs> if some kid is, like, cool high waters, I'm going to, like, laugh out loud and be like, that's funny that you're making fun of me. Like, I, I, can, yeah. I can get behind your joke. Like, it's pretty, you know, like... I'm going to comment I look that on every too. single like, one know, of your like, <laughs> <laughs> nice high waters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's there's, like, definitely, I mean, I would love to say that it doesn't bother me. Holy shit. But, yeah, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i human. Everyone so, to yeah. some extent. Yeah, I'm yeah. human. So it's like I get to see all that shit. But at the end of the day, like, what I'm saying, I'm not going to, like, let that deter me from, like, you know. Doing what you want to do. Exactly. Art-wise, yeah. skateboarding-wise, yeah. Yeah, like, if I were to come out with like one of those video parts that I came out with and everybody hated it. It's not like I'm going to be like, God, I got to think of a new way to skate, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck, like this yeah. sucks for me. Or but. like what, a new way to make art because everyone hated yeah, it. You're exactly. going to do what I'm, you want to do. Because it's for me. Yeah. You know, it's for me and my friends. Yeah. So. I like that. Maybe if my friends were like, this sucks, then maybe I would switch it <laughs> They'd up. They'd be but. like, okay, well maybe I should rethink something, but. Yeah. There's such easy examples. It's like if I go out filming with Kay or Diego or mm-hmm. Alex, like the three people that I film with, I'm like, you guys fuck with this trick? And they're like, nope. I'm going to be like, I'm, well, I'm probably not going to yeah, do this thing, yeah, you know? But that's yeah. that has nothing to do with me, like, not having, like, a mind of my own. That just is me being like, we're working on this together. Yeah. Like, this is as much my video part as yeah. it is your video part. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, a lot of my friends are photographers. Like, my buddy, like, one of my best friends, Mark Custer, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. he's seen probably every photo I've ever taken. And I've seen every photo that he's probably ever taken. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And if Mark was to genuinely be like, well, I think you can make something better, or, like, this doesn't really... X, Y, Z, then I'm going to, like, take what he has to say seriously. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because they inspire me, and I look up to them. Skateboarders are pretty receptive to your artwork, I feel like. Or for the most part, because it's familiar faces. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Tompkins. I've been there, you know? Like, I like that photo. It encaptures what's going on at Tompkins. It's cool. Or Mm. it's of who they like. Oh, Coles, I saw him in the... What? This video. I like him. Like, I want to see pictures of him. Yeah. Totally. But how do your classmates and how do like your professors react like do they understand oh yeah i usually give a lot of i guess that's kind of a bad thing to say i i usually give a lot of examples before i show my work so like people who really inspire me so being like ari macropolis david sorrenti like you know what i mean showing these people who came before me and have documented these scenes before and showing my teachers and my classmates like what this what I would like this to look like, you know what I mean? Or, like, using them as inspirations to show my work. And usually that helps to give people more perspective. But sometimes I've definitely had people be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> why should I care? You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, well, I'm not really saying you should. Like, yeah, it's for, this like, is for me. Yeah. Like this, you know, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, definitely can confidently say I have way more nice, like, really well-received feedback of people being like, wow, like, I really actually am interested in these characters and, like, Mm want to learn more about them, you know what I mean? Because one thing that I do with my work is, like, I take photos of consistently the same people. So if you were to look at a lot of my photos, you're like, oh, there's that person again, there's that person again. So um, I think that, like, after a while, you kind of, like, if you look at, like, I don't know, just anybody who documents for a while, like, you and they build those characters, you start to gain interest in who those people are, so... Mm -hmm. 
I think that definitely started to happen during my time at school. But yeah, definitely an interesting dynamic. Do you have a name for the zine? I think it's going to be called Running in Circles, but oh, I'm not I like sure. That. Yet. Yeah, that's like the one I'm working on right now. Yeah, TM. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> running in circles, team. Yeah. Nobody else can name their scene that if this yeah. comes out. Before. If this comes out before it and someone takes that fucking name, I swear. Yeah. I swear to God, I'll find you. We'll, we'll send a lease to your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah me. <laughs> You're the muscle here. Yeah, I'm, all... I'm glad you didn't ask me that question like a week ago. I was trying so hard to figure out a name, and I was like. Oh my Dude, God. names are hard. Names We've are hard. been trying to find a name for I this. I was going to call it like the sound of a fly or something. Oh, like, yeah. Just I remember to, you like, telling me that. Yeah, like just trying to figure it out. I did like that, though. I did the like that TM for that. For you guys too. can yeah. have that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah got that. <laughs> I like that, too. I like that, too. <laughs> Every week we just have like a suggestion uh, name from our guest. Yeah. Uh, That'd be sick. I'm that, sure we'll just change ones. the name every week. So, uh, yeah, what do you think this podcast should be called? Because <laughs> we don't know. No, still. <laughs> One thing we wanted to do, because we wanted to have, like, some segments to maybe break it up, and maybe we'll oh, put yeah. this in the middle, maybe we'll leave it at the end, maybe we'll fucking start off the podcast with this, who knows, but... We wanted you to come up with, like, a few questions that maybe you had for us. Oh, shit. I texted you. <laughs> I know, I know. I kind of it, blew it. It could be anything. Yeah, like, okay. see, I want people, because, again, Elise and I are just getting to know each other, and I want people to also see see this, like, see a organic kind of whatever. So the questions could be, like, I don't know, fucking anything dumb. How'd you get your first deck? <laughs> like, that was like, yeah. no, no, no. My neighbor skated, and, like, he just left it out in the rain, and I still, no. I guess a good one would be, because this is your guys' first podcast, yeah. you know what I mean? It's about artwork and stuff like that. So my first question would just be, like, do you guys make artwork? Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm just curious. If you're making this whole podcast, yeah. obviously you guys both skate. That's true. You or know? have an interest in other people making Yeah, stuff. yeah. Like, yeah. where where does this want or desire to make a podcast yeah. like this come from? Like, is that because you guys are artists, fans of art, just out of curiosity? I don't know. That's just... Well, when Larry hit me up about it, I... It was kind of both. I mean, he hit me up about this podcast idea, and I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. Like, I do art. I like to embroider. And, mm. you know, so I like a little bit of writing, a little bit of drawing. Not very good. Mm. You know, collage. I like to make collage out of magazines, you know? Sick. Mm -hmm. um, but mostly, like, embroidering and stuff like that. You know, I think you've seen. Yeah, the hand embroidery yeah, stuff Yeah, the hand embroidery sick. stuff is, like, what I do a lot of. I have a lot of supplies at the house <laughs> for that. <laughs> do you have, like, the, the rings? Like, do yeah. You, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, I have, like, the hoops. Um, sometimes I'll, like, if I finish, like, a piece, I'll just, like, cut the edges off and super glue it so that you can just hang it on your wall. But sometimes, like, I just finished the Simpsons one. Um, that I just have, like, the little patch of I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. I think it's sitting somewhere in my room. I don't even know. Maybe I'll sell them or something like that. My friend just came out with this um, skate video, Seattle skate video, called Peace Off. And that I'm in, I have a couple clips in, and there's a zine that goes with it. And I actually have, like, a full spread of just my embroidery. Whoa. And it is oh, the sick. the zine is called Private Property. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, yeah, it's coming in the mail soon. I'll show you it. But okay. uh, Hell yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, so you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh, <laughs> but he hit should, me up about it. This and is random. Like, you guys should check out Lily Pad Magazine. It's like a new skate oriented magazine 
but it has a bunch of artwork in it. So it's mm-hmm. like artists and skateboarding. So it's yeah, not really supposed yeah, to be yeah. a skate magazine. Yeah. It's more supposed to be like an art magazine that features skating that's and stuff. So, that's so sick. Like, that's exactly what like this one is. There's like an interview with like Kay in there, like the kid oh, who does the Homies Network stuff, oh, and sick. I have all the photos for that of Kay in there, and then like Mark Custard, he has like his own thing in there. Mm-hmm. Violet, she did like the animation in Potluck. She's got like... Her own thing. Oh, she in there. did. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. really awesome. She's got like, but it's like perfect duality of like what we're talking about right yeah. now. Yeah, that's that's kind of like what the zine is. Is like fifteen um, skaters from Seattle, but it's their art. Sick. Yeah, oh, it's all artists, cool. but they skate too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like drawings. There's photography. There's graphic design. All the kind. Of, I mean, embroidery. You know? There's. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm not necessarily an artist in any form of the <laughs> yeah. word. Like, I'm not going to say that I do art or mm. make art. Like, I've been working for Jankum for the past three years, I think now, 2017. Writing is an art, no? Yes, for definitely. Yes, it, come it on. It depends. Man. No, like, if I, I... I wrote an article, like... What shoe is the best for stepping in dog shit with? Oh, so oh, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily consider that writing. <laughs> like, that is like, that uh, should be in the MoMA, man. Yeah, Come yeah. on now. That's a Guggenheim original. Right yeah. there. <laughs> no, but I've just um, my partner Lindsay. She's an artist. Um, most of she's a graphic designer. I hang out with photographers, mm-hmm. filmers. You're um, more on the consumer side, maybe, or something. I'm just so curious about everything mm-hmm. that goes into it, and totally. it's because it's something I can't do. I've tried to edit videos, like I made a VX edit once. Mm-hmm. Like it was hard. It was yeah. fucking challenging, and like I know how to use the programs, but it's hard For to sure. make it look good. And yeah, I know it's, how to use InDesign. And dude, it's definitely something that people don't, I, or at least I'm assuming, don't really think about how much time it takes to make this. Yeah, up. like exactly. if I take photos and scan photos, like that's like a time-consuming process. Dude. Or like Kyoto yeah. when he makes pants, it's not like. He goes on some like website and just types in pants and then puts polka dots on. And it's like <laughs> he cuts his favorite pairs of pants, measures the inseam yeah. of it, measures like the way. You know what I mean? Like these are like real technical yeah. things that people are like actually taking time and details to look at. So it is definitely something where it's like, you know, like it's not a oh yeah a little process. Like for sure. dude, sometimes it takes me two weeks or like months. There's there's this one hoop I've been working on since March. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it takes a long time. For but sure. I just also I forget. I guess I do more art stuff. Like I like to film before my camera broke. I was filming yeah. and like I've helped Ian film a lot for Genesis. Sick. Genesis video filming. Well, I used to be in a band. You know, yeah. music stuff, whatever, before I skated, it was doing music. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 not yet. Not <laughs> All right. If we get oh, any God. amount of listeners <laughs> or uh, <laughs> people who comment on this, uh, we'll set a number eventually, but Elise will release her uh, her old recorded Oh, music. my God. <laughs> I'm sure people can find it. There's select few that remember the band name. Damn. However, I will not be speaking that right now. The demo is not good. Personally, I don't think it's very well. I'm excited to hear. But I'm gonna do some research. God, <laughs> it's just some little hardcore band from Seattle, Washington. Man, come on. It sounds really sick. It was fun while it lasted, but you know, whatever. <laughs> would I do it again? Yes, I would do sick. it again. I would love to be in another band. That'd be awesome. But you know, yeah. What did you play? I did vocals. Hey. Yeah. Oh, so we have to hear that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. At some point. Oh, God. Well, if any hardcore bands is trying to find vocals in New York, we got 
Oh my god. Right here. Right here. <laughs> yeah, this is your little sampler. <laughs> I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's a wrap. Unless you want to say anything else. Yeah. Um, Do you want to say? Yeah. It? Where could we find your artwork? Yes. yes. Your your skating. Well, very soon, probably by the time this is out, the Camera Club will have my photo, like my portfolio with a bio on their website. Oh, so yes. cameraclub.com. You'll be able to see my stuff. Hopefully this zine will be out too by yeah. then. What, the Instagram? What's your? My Instagram? Yeah. What if the people want? Yeah, throw your hand Yeah, on. what? Come on. <laughs> it's Quib. It's Q-Q-U-I-B. <laughs> The serious name, right? <laughs> the kid with the TBHs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. TBH. Uh, I think we're done. Yeah.